another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello, Broads. Hi, Broads. We have a pretty big special treat for today's episode. I just... It's so fun because like we've been throwing around the idea of doing this like forever and I didn't think it was actually going to come to fruition. And first of all, can we just take the listeners down the path of what it took to to get the content that we're about to be sharing? When I tell you an archaeological <laughs> dig is an understatement. Beck and I've been throwing around this idea of like, we know we recorded an episode before yeah. we ever recorded our technical first episode. So okay, it was yes. like... A little backstory for any new listeners, which we've talked about this plenty of times before, but if you are a new listener, Jess and I were not even super great friends, just kind of like friends of friends, acquaintances, friends. We'd hung out in other spaces, but the first time Jess and I ever hung out one-on-one was when we had decided to make a podcast together, like just totally kind of out of the blue. So you're listening... Broads, you're going to be listening to the first time Becky and I ever spoke alone together. Yeah, like not in a crowded bar. It was um, it was wild lis- listening back to it. I'll tell you, I got like really emotional listening to the beginning because I was like, so much has happened just mm. in general, like not only in both of our lives, but just in the world, like so much has mm. happened. And I was listening to it, and you're pregnant with Ruth in this episode. And I was thinking about like the broad squad being like, you've gone through pregnancies with us, my daughter graduating preschool, like job yeah. endings. Like, I mean, so many things have happened just even in our personal lives alone that when I was listening to the much episode, much less I was, the world, <laughs> much less the world. My goodness. And I'm, I'm just like, when I was listening to the episode, I was getting emotional because there were so many moments when in conversation, I was like, even just with myself, I was like, who is this person? Mm. Like even moments where I'm like, we're talking about uh, insecurities and friendships. And I'm like, Jessica now would be really honest about how insecure I am in making new friends, but I'm not saying it because at this point it was like still very guarded like had walls up, like not in a space where I was like maybe safe feeling vulnerable. And then it was like, even our voices sound different. It was so weird to have this, like this little like nugget from the past and hearing who you were and then how much you've changed. It it, it was, it was kind of a wild experience re-listening. Well, and I haven't, I still haven't listened to it because I found the file in my email from like 2018, sent it to Jess because I couldn't even open the file anymore because it was too old. So I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't wait to go down the journey listening to this too, but I can only imagine like we had never done anything like this before. Our friendship was so new. So when you're talking about being able to be vulnerable and all this stuff, it was like, we didn't even really know each other. Right. And what a huge undertaking. I mean, it wasn't a huge undertaking. We didn't we we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into and it's no. amazing and incredible that we are where we are now. It's so cool. And we have changed you know you're talking about all the things changing in our lives and personal changes and changes in the world but like we have changed so much as individuals too yeah. I feel like and developed through the podcast, through conversations with our listeners, through times like we've fucked up and said the wrong shit or whatever and yeah. have 
learned through that. And I think it's really cool to look back to and be like, wow, there's been also so much personal evolution. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. The, the level, the level of like gratitude I have for you and for our listeners to help me grow over the past three years. I mean, I, I, it's like a literal treasure to me because I feel like, you know, obviously we have the ability for growth every day, but I feel like sure. because all of a sudden all these people were brought into my world that I didn't have there before that it was like, I, I felt like I got to learn so much so quickly. And I mean, it get like an absolute gift. And like I said, to just listening back, just even the way that I felt like I would carry myself. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was emotional. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And it sounds I like can't wait to go back and it, it to sounds it. like, uh, you know, I'm talking about this episode that there's like this crazy arc that was happening, but it was just in, you know, when you listen to yourself and you're like, oh, I know what I would have said then mm. or what I would have processed then or been vulnerable about then. And then also, I will say this, we've gotten much better at podcasts. (laughs) I was listening to it and I remember you and I finished the episode and then we were like, damn, we really killed that shit. We really did a great job. And I listened back to this and I was like, let's just say we've gotten better. Let's hey, just there's say. There's a reason we didn't release this one. Let's not forget. We That's had true. So, we had some know-how about us to to re-record that number one episode I mean, that we were putting out. Broads, you think we're tangential now? <laughs> Cut to this episode. That That is, Jess, that is quite literally, because I haven't listened yet, that is the only thing that I remember about this episode. I remember specifically being like, that was fun. And this is, I, I just remember being like, this is way too chaotic. It was, it's absolute chaos. Also, Jess, let's just take a minute real quick before we dive into it. Cause people are just going to get annoyed at how much we're talking about the episode before we are actually showing them the episode. Can we talk for a minute about the name of the podcast that we were throwing around? Oh my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Broads. You guys were like one step away from being the potty mouthers. Yeah, we're, listen, we were going to call the, the podcast potty mouth. And instead of broads, what would we have called everyone shitheads? I mean, like, this is insane. <laughs> potty mouth. I mean. Potty mouth podcast. I mean, it just, it's it's not a, t- I mean. It just doesn't, it feels so wrong. It feels because so it's wrong. like we're chatty broads. This is, and thank God for you with your branding expertise. That mm-hmm. I remember after we recorded this and then came back to record another episode, you were like, <laughs> "Listen, um, I'm thinking from a branding perspective. I know we're talking a lot about maybe talking about motherhood, and, right, and that was being, our idea. We were like, yeah. oh, the potty mouth, like we have right. kids, you know, and having mouth. vulnerable, honest conversations yeah. about not always feeling like the best parents or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, maybe we shouldn't corner ourselves in that way and allow for a name that could expand beyond just that concept and I'm like that's a good idea thank goodness thank goodness but any I mean anywho broads it's been I mean we're we're dropping this because it's been three years we recorded this a few weeks ago a few weeks ago ago, three yes 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 three years ago a few weeks ago and I mean it's it's been amazing and I can't believe that we've gone from what you're about to listen to to our relationship now 
to be an amazing experts of podcasting. <laughs> to, to, really, <laughs> to really knowing our, our ways in and out of the industry. But no, then our friendship now and you're like my best friend and who would have thought three years ago, just this wow. conversation. And then now it's like the broad squad. It's like, this is family. I know so many people by name who like have made such an impact in my life. I, it's just, it's just, it's life incredible. comes at you fast. It really does. It truly does. So uh, with that being said, broads, please enjoy this unreleased first recording attempt from Becca and myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I think this is going to be so fun. Uh, listen, if you are like us, you probably find yourself eating a quick meal on the go uh, way more often than you want to or that you planned for. And in those moments, that's the fast food drive through that starts to, you know, look more appetizing, even though, you know, it's going to kill my GERD later. OK, it's really going to mess my acid reflux or the hundred year protein bar, um, hundred year old protein bar at the bottom of your bag oh starts gosh. to sound like it might actually taste good. Well, forget all that, because Daily Harvest has tons of options you can pull together in a pinch that will actually satisfy you any time of the day. If you need a quick and easy breakfast, if you need a satisfying lunch, some healthy snacks to keep you from reaching for an afternoon sweet treat or anything in between, Daily Harvest has tons of options all built on organic fruits and vegetables delivered right to your door. And Daily Harvest never uses preservatives. They never use added sugar. You will not really find anything artificial in their products. And everything stays nice and fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. So you'll always have something on hand for a quick, healthy bite. I think that's also great. We're always going out of town and doing stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. awesome to know we always have like, fresh, healthy food waiting, even if we haven't done recent grocery shopping. Totally. You can come right home and you're good to go. Um, I'm also obsessed with their soups right now. My favorite is the sweet uh, potato miso. It's so perfect for a fall lunch recipe. It makes me feel like I could be wrapped in a cashmere blanket looking out the window at the rain or curled up with a good book, um, even if it's 72 degrees in California. It gets me in the fall mood. And also Daily Harvest, I love it um, to have around for Ember. It's great, like you were saying, in a pinch for the kiddos. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, my kids love the bites in particular. Yes. Uh, enjoy this time of year even more like we do with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty. You're going to get $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash chatty. So now that it's November, we're officially um, at that time of year where if you blink too long, it's 2022. (laughs) The holidays are flying by. And that may have some of you thinking about the upcoming year. What are my goals for the next 12 months? What does my career look like? What does my family or future family look like? And if you plan on expanding your family in 2022 or you aren't sure yet, the best step you can take is making sure you have all the information you can and modern fertility can help you do that. Modern fertility is the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with just the simple prick of a finger. And once you've done that, you can just mail back your test with the prepaid label. Within 10 days, you're going to get your personalized results that will break down everything you need to know regarding your reproductive health. You're going to get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and so many other important fertility factors. It's so cool and so comprehensive. Mm -hmm. You'll even have the option to talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and talk about the next best steps for you if you want. Uh, No matter where you are in the family planning process, knowing about your personal reproductive health is the first step in making the best decision for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. And that means your test will cost $100. 
than $39 instead of the several hundred or even $1,000 it could cost at a doctor's office. So you can get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. Oh my goodness. And one more thing before we dive into this, specifically for our YouTube watching broads. If you're watching on YouTube right now, hello. Um, Here's the thing. This episode is so old. We do not have video footage from it because at the time we weren't recording video. In fact, I don't think we recorded video for almost the first year. So with this specific one, you won't be seeing us, but don't worry for the YouTube. We'll be putting up some... uh, some original older photos of us that you can enjoy while listening. So back to the OG times, back to uh, the audio only for this moment. But, you know, of course, when you join us on Thursday, video will return. In the meantime, let's get into this. Hope you enjoy. Look at this setup. (laughs) So pro. I mean. Ooh. I love hearing myself in these. I know. Headphones. I feel so. It's oh so <laughs> orgasmic to me to hear my own voice. I'm like, God, it's so good. And all the subtleties in my own voice. I'm like, oh, I love hearing my. Like, wow, is this what my, everyone? The pleasure that everyone gets every day hearing me speak. <laughs> More so. Okay, so also, what's our? <laughs> these are. I can't. Talk. I can't talk about normal stuff. Wait, what's what are what's our plan? So today, I was just thinking. Let's just like, let's just intro ourselves of just like, yeah. I was just thinking we can like talk about ourselves, be like, okay, like, and then we can do like two truths and a lie and then just like talk randomly. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we can just, we can, we can kind of shoot the shit a little bit and have this almost be like warm up. Yeah. See what we like, see what we don't. Yeah. Kind of go from there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I love it. Um, let's call, just, will we call it anything? I was, I was just about to say that, like, should, for the sake of it, should we just say, should we just call it Potty Moth Podcast let's, for let, now? Let's just do it for the Okay, sake and then of we it. can just change it to something yeah, this, else. Yeah, this thing to. we can also, this one we can hack up and edit, or if we're like, eh, not enough content, we can just... Or it just might be perfect. Or it just might be absolutely perfect, which is most likely to happen. Let's see what people are saying about me saying... I would listen to the shit out of your podcast. <laughs> um, I think people would listen to us, though. Are we, reco- are we recording good, already? We're, yeah, we've been. Okay, everyone. Well, I wouldn't be a former Bachelor contestant if I didn't eventually get my own podcast. hey <laughs> And uh, I've brought a non-Bachelor person into the mix. I'm so honored to be... Brought into the family, the forbidden family. (laughs) I mean, bachelor alumni. That's that's what all of us call it. I don't know what you. I don't know. I don't know what you guys call yourselves, but the rest of us normies (laughs) call bachelor alumni forbidden family. I mean, yeah, that sounds like it's. uh, You guys are like the Illuminati of reality TV, dude. That's true. Yeah, you guys roll deep. No, not like the Real Housewives. Oh, that's true. Do you watch Real Housewives? Oh. It's problematic. Which, which it's ones? problematic. Uh, first of all, I watch all of them. <laughs> Shut I, up. My I my heard, New Jersey. Okay, I heard Dallas was good. Dallas, I st- <sighs> see. I'm just already lying. Like you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm already so dishonest. You didn't. You don't um, watch Dallas. I started to watch Dallas. I wasn't. I wasn't into it so much. I don't know if the big hair threw me off. The 
I I watch Orange County fairly religiously. So do I. I mean, you're from Orange County. From Orange County. Wait, by the way, have you said your name yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Jessica Ambrose. I Jess. have done... Yeah, I prefer Jess. I've done nothing TV-wise. Uh, I've been yeah. behind the scenes. I did, I've done wardrobe styling for many years, but the reason that we, that Becca and I connected ultimately was obviously love at first sight mm-hmm. via eye contact yeah. at, a, at a party of some sort. The chemistry the at chem- seven grand. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, I don't know. Where did we meet? Um, it wasn't seven grand. But it was at some, and then I went to. It your, wasn't. I went to your party. Grand? I met you like super briefly, and then I went to. No, we went bowling. That's where we met. We went at that to that really gross bowling alley. That's where we met because I didn't know that you were. You hadn't started. The bachelor season hadn't started. Oh. It was like a week before. It was about to. Uh, get it on honey and i didn't know i was like oh my god she's so fun and like it was so like, it was so you were so bubbly i'm like this little pixie just walked in and like the energy because we started eating at mohawk bend oh with tyler and harry okay tyler and i harry, digress yeah. but now, now i remember now yeah I remember, sorry but i, I lived i lived for the i lived for the positive girl energy vibes mm-hmm. like can i see myself being friends with her right and you and you rolled in and you were immediately just laughing at everybody and like completely like i don't know it felt like you know well i always like peace i feel like i have to try harder to be friends with girls like but like i i mean like i try harder to be friends with girls like i want i care more about i get more nervous around girls and like wanting them to like me like with men I don't want this to sound conceited, but like, I feel like I take for granted that they'll like me because I'm like, oh, I'm a cute, fun girl. Yeah. But then for women, I'm like, oh, I hope she likes me. Like, I hope I'm not coming on too strong or like, I, I understand that. I, I sometimes don't know what to say where I'm like, I uh, like your shoes. Where did you get them? <laughs> yeah, I love Nordstrom Rack too. You know? Oh my God, same, 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 same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, you're like, yeah. And then you're both nodding your heads at each other. And then you casually moonwalk away. <laughs> yeah. like, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Always the greatest. I thing. think I saw it. Yeah. I think I saw Adam go and get drinks. I'm going to go help him with that. Okay. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but you, yeah, you definitely have that, that it's, a, I mean, it's a, a different level of confidence. I think that's hmm. what it is at Thank the you. end of it is it's a confident thing and we want it. We want to all just like stop, but it's true. We all just want to like circle around, be just confident bitches together, talk yes. about everything that we suck at. Mm. Is that you'll put it all out there? There's not the like the pretense of being perfect. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's true. And I and and that's the thing. Like, I the reason that I want to be like that is because then I want to meet other people that are going to be able to bounce it back and do the same. So I can be like, oh, we can be on this level with each yeah. other. With each other. I feel like that's important. Anyway, so this is Jess. Yeah, hi. It's great. <laughs> um, and this is, uh, I think we're calling it Potty Mouth Podcast. I think we're calling it Potty Mouth Explain. Podcast. Explain it. Well, here we are, two women. Uh, Not just women, but... But uterus is one has a uterus that's currently full <laughs> mine is deflated because i'm a mom because she's already had it yeah and beck is still a cooking so but i'm still technically a mom i you're just haven't done any of the no, mom no, no, no. you're 100 percent a mom you've already done the momming because you're sacrificing on the daily when the little nug is pounding on your bladder that's oh, yeah 
Becca rolled in and she just ran straight to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I get it. Dude, and that's the one nice thing about like being back in school and no professor like questions me getting up during class. Like no one's going to be like, ah, 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 you can oh, wait. Yeah. Like no one says anything. They're just like, go right ahead. You've got the major card too. It's yeah. just like, oh, she's pregnant. Yeah. And I'm sure you've gotten recognized at school. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a little awkward. <laughs> Especially, I think it's just weird for classmates. I mean, when it's just like, uh, yeah, like, oh, it's just weird actually when people like you and then they're like, oh, I loved you on the show. And then you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to live up to that expectation because I was really? edited in a good way. I didn't get a bad edit. I got a great edit. You did get a great edit, but you feel like your edit on the show <laughs> was not. better than who you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. No, 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 really. No, really. No, no, really. No. They cut out so much of my shit talking. No, I'd get in the interview room and I'd be like, okay, listen, I'm not feeling blah, blah, blah today. She's really pissing me off. Why do you think they did that? Did they want you to be the hero? You think they wanted you to be? Mm, I don't know. They wanted you to win. Well... I feel like they tell this to everyone, so I'm actually just, like, not taking... No, I don't, I don't even know if I can talk about this, but um, there was a, there was different things that led me to believe that... It's the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> it's the... What did you call it? It's the reality TV Illuminati. No, 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 no. Oh, the Forbidden Family? The Forbidden Family. Yeah. These are secrets of the Forbidden Family. <laughs> I cannot speak of them. Keep your voice Otherwise, <laughs> the ghost of Mike Fleiss will haunt me. <laughs> Chris Harrison's gonna be underneath your shoes. Oh my god. Because <laughs> what, what the hell does of? Ari do? Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, poor Ari. He's the number one real estate salesman in Arizona. Is he? Okay? You know what? Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, Sell those condos guys, in Scottsdale. This is a positive podcast. Yeah, this is pot. Oh God, I know. I'm already delving. Uh, I know into already. The like, what side. is the deal? Like, this is. I mean, <laughs> I guess that we're calling it potty mouth. So you know, I'm just trying to live up. To oh, the name, we didn't but, even um, clarify. Okay, so I, yes. I think potty mouth because yeah, we're both a mom, mom to be, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, children are in the process of having a child. And what do you say to your child when they're saying bad words? Um you have a potty mouth i guess you yeah. have to say that but well it's gonna happen so prepare yourself i have a question do yeah, you please. curse in front of ember <sighs> i try not to yeah i try not to it happens it slips out occasionally and then of course oh ember is her is her daughter by the way yes my daughter is ember she is almost three Dude, she's fucking hilarious she is a force to be reckoned with <sighs> She it's tells me every day not to be so dramatic, and it's so what? rude. She is the most dramatic. She's the most dramatic, but she tells me not to be so dramatic, and I'm like, <laughs> listen, you're validating all my fears because that's what everyone's called me my whole life. Dramatic. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But now my three-year-old's like, mom, stop being so dramatic. Oh, my... Okay, but also you have videos of her on your Instagram where she's like belting out Andre Bocelli and like her yes. eyebrows and her hand gestures. Like she is the most extra. Yes. She's so, I have an actress in the making and I'm horrified. What's her sign? Scorpio. Oh. oh. Scorpio, Scorpio sun. 
Pisces, Moon, Scorpio, Rising. Okay, we're going to have to do an episode where I we know. just talk about horoscopes. Yeah, we got to bring in an astrology expert for sure. But yeah, so Ember's her daughter. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so do you curse in front of her? So she, uh, I try not to. Um, my husband <clears throat> is in the music industry, so I have a lot of men floating around. So there's a lot of guys kind of in and out. They like to say hi to her. They think she's Oh, funny. yeah, doesn't she? They all, they all, you know, they're constantly swearing. Oh, right. They're they're not in the they're not in the habit of checking themselves. No, in, and in then and they're not they don't children. even realize they'll yeah. just you know drop whatever in mm-hmm. front of her. And uh, she's only had one. She's only uh, sworn once though, and it was my fault. So, see, I have mixed feelings on it because like yeah. actually one of my nanny moms they just they swear they have a two year old and yeah. they we'd swear in front of her all the time. Really? Yeah, and. Both of them were raised that way, though. Like, both both the mom and the dad were kind of like, that's how their households work, is, like, their parents swore in front of them. But it was just this thing of, like, those are adult words. You can't say them. Okay. Uh, I was not raised like that. We had absolutely no swearing in my household. Oh, my parents same. didn't swear. Oh, my gosh. They didn't say damn. They didn't. We didn't say, oh, my God, in my household, because that was taking the Lord's name in vain. Same. You grew yeah. up in a Christian house too, huh? Oh, this is a whole another episode whole too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a whole windy road. Does the little one? Uh, does she ever swear? Has she? Well, she's two. I mean, it's yeah. Like, I'm yeah. just wondering if her first words will be, you know, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she just starts like unleashing oh, a oh. barrage of curse words. Yeah. See, that's my fear. I have Ember is a 100 percent parrot. Hmm. To the point that I'm starting to like see just even my patterns of speaking. Oh yeah, tell us some of her. She has some good little catchphrases that she said, oh, like just like just she, very adult things, you know. Yeah, she'll she'll always just kind of be like, oh, "What in the world?" Oh, that's like, she'll cute. get frustrated. And that's she'll just cute. Be like, what in the world? Or like, you know, she'll just drop little things like, "This is so frustrating," and I'm like, I'm realizing that I say <laughs> certain things in front of her. Yeah. And when I when I'll occasionally like be in the car and all of a sudden someone cuts me off and I'm like oh shit, she'll tell me she'll be like mommy calm down it's okay it's okay so she knows yeah but then the other day we're in her room and she closes the door on her finger and she's like shit so she yes she knows she context (laughs) so I'm like great not only does my kid swear she has she swears correctly she swears correctly <laughs> so yeah i don't know how i feel about it because i feel like it is so much of a shame thing because yeah. my fear more than anything is her going to her little daycare totally i was just thinking that i was like in. what about when she starts saying that yeah little kids and our teachers and stuff yeah and i and i i feel like she's going to you know she's already learned from from another one of the kids in her class i need my space <gasps> Mom, I need my space. I need my space. I need my space. Respect that. Although it's kind of good for other little kids, you know? Oh, no, you know what's... Setting boundaries. It's perfect because the kids, you know, there's no... There are no boundaries. Yeah. And some of the kids, like my daughter, does not like to be in tight confinement with other people. She's she's just like, she wants her own space. So Mm -hmm. now she's learned how to say it. But I suppose her screaming, I need my space, is more of... (laughs) (laughs) What the problem? <laughs> when like a nice a nice little old lady came up to her at Starbucks a couple days ago and was like, I like your dinosaur <gasps> no. sweatshirt. She was I need my space and I'm like, Oh my god <laughs> The woman is five feet away from you oh. and God bless her, she 
<laughs> just walked away so defeated and it was oh, so sad it's heartbreaking yeah i feel like i should have like a little like <laughs> I, I feel like i should get like business cards that just say like i'm sorry to like hand them out when my daughter does like inappropriate things to people for okay quick sidebar yeah becca do you know the sex no no okay no like all of a sudden it's like okay for like people to get in your space to talk about that type of stuff like you don't have a relationship with isn't that a weird don't you already feel vulnerable like there's already this thing when like you tell like i remember when i was pregnant and i would be like yeah i'm pregnant in the back of my head i was always like everyone knows now that we had sex yeah well and also i've been talking about it where i'm like it was unplanned and our method of contraception failed and like but i was tracking <laughs> my ovulation so i knew that i was probably pregnant like it's already yeah. a very vulnerable point yeah you everyone you know you've let everyone in which i love because oh, i feel so like hard to be me huh? so hard to have a high instagram oh my god it's so hard to have a but, following no but it, i mean there is i i think that it's so good because i know when i was pregnant there was so much that felt like i couldn't i couldn't talk about certain things oh. because people would get so weird about well stuff. yeah speaking of which you were the one one of the people i shouted out in my video <laughs> because you were the one who got pregnant on oral contraceptives. Uh, yep, that was me. Six years into them. Oh, I know. I love when everyone's coming at you and just like, what are you thinking? Irresponsible. Clearly, she's irresponsible. And it's just like, listen. No, bitch. Listen, fam. This chick was like, yeah, six plus seven years. And yeah. I was like regular about like it. Like every same, like hour, minute, same every I day. had my alarm. I took my birth control with me and mm-hmm. my purse everywhere. Always always on top of it yeah and uh you know one day bada bing bada boom well that's another thing you technically only have to be having sex like maybe once a week in order to even have that chance of getting pregnant which is crazy i know i didn't until i got pregnant i knew nothing of like that sperm system yeah thank thanks school system oh they failed us all nothing no my friend until (laughs) she was like 17 and i explained it to her she thought that you get pregnant on your period stop and someone said that the other day they're like on my instagram they were like you eat eggs so you like eating chicken menstruation and i'm like no that's chicken ovulation (laughs) can't handle it (laughs) also why do i argue with people in my dms every once in a while i'll reply to one and be like straight up like the props that i give you for arguing i I've got why like, I have no self-control that's why I do because it. it I hate when people are like I'm above it I'm like no this is so fun <laughs> okay thank you it's fun I'm no, sorry no, no, no. that's what people don't understand is like well okay sometimes I do feed into it with unhealthy energy I will admit that I mean, however most of the time look I did speech and debate and mock trial all through high school you think I don't like arguing with people I fucking love it <laughs> this is the thing this is the thing when you're good at arguing, you enjoy <laughs> arguing. Okay, moving on. We yeah. Go. Oh, God, what a tangent. I know. Tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. How old are you? <clears throat> Gonna be dirty thirty in like two weeks. <sighs> yeah. Really, two weeks. Two weeks. October third. I was born on Friday the thirteenth. Damn, you spooky. Yeah. I've always been a little bit witchy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm going to be 30. Oh yeah. You, I'm going to have to include a picture of you in this. Cause I think you've said yourself that you look like a Disney villain. I do look like but a Disney not villain. Like, but not like Ursula. Not like, like sexy well, Disney villain. I'm not villain. like, I'm not like a octopus woman. 
Or the hair. No, actually, you can see rock in the hair, though. The hair. It, my hair is... I kind of... I feel like I always have, like, a kind of Corella DeVille vibe. I, I was definitely thinking Corella DeVille. She's it's, actually... Do you know she's, like, my favorite villain? Really? I played her in a production of 101 Dalmatians. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was really... I was really good. I, I really was. Can I ask... Who played the Dalmatians? Did they just children in Dalmatian costumes? But like that that factor, like how old were you when you played Corella? Ten. Ten, okay. I always laugh in kids' productions when it's something like a hundred and one Dalmatians and it's like, here are four puppies. <laughs> there was like twenty of them. There was Stop. a lot. There was a lot. Oh. See, this was a community production. It was quite it was Oh, quite it was good. a whole shindig. Oh, they had a whole set built and everything that oh, was like okay. two stories, like with I a real it. staircase, it I was got quite it. a thing. Okay, see, I'm I'm picturing my um my like very small like a church Christian, production Christian high school. See, actually, Fresno's theater community is popping. Really weird fact. Yeah, I would have never like guessed. really good. Like my high school productions were fucking phenomenal. Like we would get actual period costumes and like we would have a budget so that like okay, for example. We did a production of Barefoot in the Park, which is set in 1963. And like whoever was doing the props and the costumes had to run everything by the director. And she'd be like, no, these cups are from 1965. They wouldn't have been in this Whoa. household. Like it, these were high quality productions. Oh, yeah. That's intense. Go Fresno. Yeah, it was it was pretty. F- it was cool. It was that cool to like really be a cool. part of productions of that That's caliber. Like, you're getting like crazy like experience at such a like a young yeah. age. Yeah. We, we, OC was a we were had like Dixie Cups on stage during a, you know, Noah's Ark production. You think that'd be so much funding? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like the OC, I mean, I didn't go to an art school. There's some ball in art schools out there. Yeah. Um, but mine was just, I think, a little more like, if you're not on the football team or a cheerleader, you are worthless to us. Well, then again, I, I feel like I can see the OC. The OC, do you, why are we calling it the OC? Is that what do you even call it? No one, I feel like no one who is from Orange County calls it the OC. No. It's just, but it was, you know what? It was my power move when I would go to Christian camp, when we would go to like... Where are you from? The OC. The OC. Because like when, when this was when, when I was in high school, it was when the OC was, the show the OC was hot. Uh, And like Laguna Beach. uh Uh-huh. And so we'd be like, we'd go places and they'd be like, oh my God, where are you from? Be like, the OC. (laughs) And everyone would just follow you around, (laughs) just hoping to get like a little nugget of like Lauren Conrad. Your glamour. I mean, I wasn't glamorous. <laughs> but I mean, your OC glamour. Yeah, my like hot, hot highlights in my bejeweled pants. Damn. Yeah. Did you wear them with like your thong sticking out? <laughs> Becca, I was a Christian woman. Well, I don't know. Maybe yes, you were I a did. slutty youth group girl. <laughs> I was, were and you I a did. Youth group slut? I oh, was a shit. little bit, you know. I did was you a read Brio? Bit. Yeah. Oh, it was like a Christian teen girl magazine. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, that's now like I know obscure. Ex- that is obscure, you. but now I'm like I'm the the ma- when you said magazine, I'm like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there would be like articles about like maintaining your purity and like, but yeah. it was trendy and like, yep, cute. Yep. Were you a youth group? Did slut? you rock that youth group slut life? No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't even allowed to wear two pieces until I was like seventeen. Two piece <sighs> swimsuits. Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to. Wear and you, did, you didn't try to sneak it. You, you. I did. Going, oh, I okay. definitely did. Like if we had a pool party in junior high, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to Katie's house," and I'd be like, "Oh, I forgot my swimsuit. Katie, can I borrow one of yours?" And I was like, 
fuck yeah, I get to wear a bikini. <laughs> my midriff's out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's what my belly button looks like. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. It my was belly like would be that. all white, you know, because it was yeah, tan. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. No, that's what it was like. But it's funny because my mom's like really. My mom's. My mom's really cool, and she's like open-minded in her own way. But she she was also like. I mean, I'm really not exaggerating where if she had her way, she would have us in ankle length denim skirts and like, like, no, like really that was, that's okay. Yeah. It's complicated. People are complicated. Well, my mom's one thing was like, and we actually should do this on another episode, talk about our Christian upbringings. Mm -hmm. Like I was homeschooled. Yeah. You have an interesting Christian upbringing Mm -hmm. because we've talked about this before. Um... My mom, her biggest thing was, like, stuff related to sex. Like, anything remotely related to sex, she was really, really puritanical about. And that was, like, the one area that she was very, very strict on. Like, boyfriends, modesty, purity. Yeah. Interesting. But But, like, if you were wanting to watch a movie that had, like, violence in it, was she not as... She definitely wasn't it. as intense about it. Okay. She still didn't like it. Yeah. But yeah, the sex thing was like the biggest thing. I feel like that's a common theme in the Christian homes. It is. It's a common theme. I was I was a, a weird one because that wasn't so much of an issue in my house. I know. That's why I was saying we should talk about this on a different yeah. episode because yeah. your upbringing is like really, I think, unique in that way. Your Christian upbringing. It is unique because I, I did have a similar. I was homeschooled. Part of, two homeschooling wow. women. Two homeschooled bitches. <laughs> just a couple. Would you ever homeschool Ember at all? I've thought about it, just because I'm not sure how she's going to handle school because she's she's a loner. So I feel like mm-hmm. she, I need to put her in school because I feel like by nature she's going to be a loner. Yeah. Um. The only re- the only time I've ever thought about homeschooling is if it's like if Evan if my husband my husband's name is Evan if Evan's on the road and. I'd want to go. He's in a band. He's in a band. And uh, if he was on the road and I want to be with him more and be well, able to pull her out. That would be cool for her too. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would love for her to like to travel. I did mm-hmm. not travel a lot. And I felt very like, mm. I don't know. Before Ember was born, you mean? No. Oh, no. Before I'm so but when I was growing up, I didn't travel that oh, much. Oh, right. And then before her, she was born, I, I did a bunch of traveling. And all of a sudden it was one of those moments where like. I get out of the bubble that is even even like Western Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is the world? I'm it's so big. I, it's so big. Oh my god, it's so big. <laughs> By the way, when Ember sees a globe, she goes, "Ah, oh, Los Angeles." <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, oh, am I raising oh you god. wrong? <laughs> She goes, oh, Los Angeles. Oh, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles is the world. This yeah. is all you need to She is world. just so LA-centric already. Okay, broads, interrupting one more time. Listen, I am of the very firm belief that you can have too much of a good thing. For example, I love wine. I love the different varieties and how much each one pairs differently with certain foods. The whole experience is great. But when I walk into a store and have to pick a bottle and I'm staring at hundreds of options that truly I can't tell the difference from without tasting, well, then Houston, we have a problem, okay? I need a little bit of guidance and direction when picking wine because there are just so many to pick from. And that's where First Leaf Wine Club can help you. 
yeah, you no longer have to pick your wine based on how cute you think the label is. Okay. Because exactly. First Leaf is the only wine club that curates and ships wines that are perfect for you based directly on your feedback. And with each shipment, you're going to get to rate your wines. And then First Leaf uses their algorithm to take that feedback, personalize future orders based on your palate. And right from the get-go, my shipments were good. Sure. But with each shipment, they got even better. I was in- introduced to new wines I may have never picked up uh, based on my knowledge of the variety or lack thereof, I should say. But I ended up loving them. That's definitely my favorite part. For so long, I thought I only really liked specific types of uh, wines, mostly white wine. But it turns out there are reds I like. And First Leap was able to figure them out and suggest them based on my feedback from other shipments. And if you get something you don't end up loving, First Leaf even has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's how confident they are. And by the way, these are high quality wines. So this mm-hmm. deal Becca is about to tell you is huge and a great gift idea for the oh upcoming gosh, holidays. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. Join today. You're going to get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. So broads, as the weather gets colder, the days get shorter, and we all start to spend a whole lot more time inside, you may find yourself realizing a certain area of your room or your living space is in desperate need of a refresh. But speaking from experience, it can be hard to know where or how to start. Uh, Let us help all of you out by letting you in on our interior design decor secret weapon, and that is Article. Article is a freaking lifesaver when it comes to creating the living space of your dreams because they combine the curation of a boutique furniture store with the ease and simplicity of shopping online. And it actually makes the whole thing fun. And believe it or not, it's a pretty seamless process because one thing that really helps is instead of scrolling through thousands and thousands of options, oh my God, they can be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Article's team focuses on just a few modern design aesthetics like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, timeless aesthetics, by the way. So that means you can easily browse collections that go together and you can actually envision how everything will look in your space. It makes and, it way easier. Yes, so much easier. And can we talk about the quality? Because it's actually amazing. I have a handful of article pieces in my home now and they completely met and surpassed my expectations. Uh, the materials are exceptional. They arrived super quickly with free shipping on orders of over $999, and the prices are so much more affordable than most other boutique furniture stores. In fact, at Article, you can expect to save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Isn't it crazy that both of us are raising Angelinos? Yeah, that kind of trips me Babies out. Babies born in LA. You it's guys, a thing. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's an interesting dynamic. Well, and being from LA and Orange County is two very different things. It's very different. I know or that it's, very you know, yeah. Any listeners who are just looking at a map, and it's just like, they're not far. It's very different. Well, even my friends from Fresno. Fresno. They'll come, they'll yep. come and they'll be like, uh, yeah, I'm in town. I'm, I'm in Anaheim. We should hang out. And I'm like, bitch, you're not anywhere near me. We are not fucking hanging out. I'm in Culver City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're a haul. You know, I'm like, you do not. Do you have an hour and 45 minutes yeah. to spare? Because I know when I'm somewhere, <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes is a day trip. It's like being like, yeah, it's for people who live in New York. It's been like, yeah, come visit me in fucking 
Yeah, come to Buffalo. New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in Buffalo. Why don't you pop by? You're like, uh, no. <laughs> um, and also, just side note, don't know if the Fresno folk are like this. What? Orange County friends will not come up here. Because like, they're scared? I don't know. I mean, the traffic scares them highly. Which it's really not that bad. It's not that bad. But like it's you kind of just, just like, as much of it in North County. Like, where am I supposed to park? Because everyone's used to large lots. Well, also everything's very spread out in LA, which if you don't live here I, which is why I understand when people come to Los Angeles, they're like Oh, I don't like or when they visit it, they're like, I didn't like it. I'm like, Well, where were you? <laughs> like the walk of fame. Yeah, like don't Hey, everyone <laughs> listening, don't do it. <laughs> what don't visit los angeles don't do the walk of fame oh don't do the walk of fame and don't, don't do, do don't do um venice you don't like venice no no no. here's the thing when people come and do venice they go down the venice pier that's true or the santa monica boardwalk yes and it's a Not the venice pier. you know what i'm show. talking about with the yeah, gross no, venice yeah the, the the boardwalk the boardwalk the yeah, boardwalk the boardwalk i can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> the board the boardwalk I can't do it. but that's where people yeah. yeah that's where they go and it's like that sucks it's crazy well the santa monica pier freaks me out i walked on it like last year and then there were all these really weird perform okay do you watch nathan for you or have you ever watched it nathan for you <gasps> no oh is it magic okay nathan for you is like this guy have you ever watched the prophet Yes, P R O F I T. Okay, this is like a shout parody. Out, shout out to Marcus Simonis. <laughs> My dad loves him. He watches the Prophet. I love all him too. That. Anyway, it's yeah. like a parody of the Prophet. Okay, but like the thing is, he's this really deadpan guy, and he tricks people into. I mean, doesn't trick them. They are on a TV show, but like he tricks them into thinking they're on a Prophet type show. But he comes up with really stupid ideas, but like gets people to do them. So I'll give you an example. Oh my god. One of the episodes is he's trying to help out a gas station in L.A. And he's like, well, you just need to lower the prices. So they're like $1.50 a gallon. And he's like, well, you can. Here's what you do. You get a um, the, the person has to fill out a rebate in order to get their money back. Like, you know, they pay the normal price right? for the gas and they have to fill out the sure, rebate in order sure. to get the $1.50 gas. But here's the catch. The rebate box is at the top of this mountain. <laughs> That's 45 minutes out of the city, but we'll have shuttles there for the people. It's a three hour hike to the top of the mountain. Oh my God. But the funny thing is, on the show, then people will get in the shuttle and be like, well, fine, I'm going to go get my rebate. People do it. You know, people, this is why the show is amazing because people. Oh, I think it's because there's cameras around. People will just do it. And so these people hike three hours to the top of the mountain, and then Nathan's up there and he's like, um,. Now you have to answer this series of riddles in order to get to the rebate box. And then people are there for like four hours answering oh, riddles until night God. falls. And he's like, uh, I guess we're going to have to camp out and continue the riddles in the morning. And like three people stick around. Stop. And like, so this show, whole show is just fucking with people. But under the guise of business ideas. Oh my God. It's it's that's so true. you will love it oh no i'm gonna go binge. there's one that's last last quick story of a um his pitches to a real estate agent in la and um his pitches for her to be the ghost realtor so all the all of the houses that she shows are certified ghost free oh <laughs> and she brings exorcists in <laughs> to the houses she's like well i i guess i'll give that a shot it's so good honestly 
I would love to buy a home that I know has been Me exercised. Too. Did you notice that there is a cemetery across the street? Well, I've noticed because I track um, Tyler's location, our friend, our mutual friend Tyler's. <laughs> Shout out Tyler Johnson. Shout out to Tyler Johnson. He's the real one. But I track his location and every once in a while I would track him and he'd be like, what's he doing at the cemetery? And then I'd text him and be like, what are you doing? And he'd be like, I'm at like oh you yeah. yeah i'm at justin evans and then yeah. i'd be and so i realized you guys lived right so i knew that actually for anyone visiting in la you should go to the forest lawn cemetery and i'm not joking it's gorgeous have you have you been on yeah. the, it's beautiful it's unbelievable and and you like and you're strolling through so cool. the museums are unbelievable you're Free. strolling through you're seeing just history like yeah. the most unbelievable people that are that are buried there and it's really very peaceful and beautiful yeah, like not not like for a cemetery like for a park it's like yeah and it's open to the public and it's free and it's yeah. very cool you can go and have a sandwich have you seen the paintings of the crucifix there they have like one of the largest paintings of the crucifix seen in the world really i don't think i've seen that. it's like 300 feet long it's inside this big it's it's there is it like is that go. like one of the mausoleums or something mm, yeah it's like a, they have a huge huge auditorium where they do like hourly showings of it. Dang. I, I was a little wigged out when we first moved in. Mm. I had two thoughts. One, very cool. Going to be haunted. Two, no one can build there. So I'm always going to have this like green view. You know, you're right. And I'm not going to, it's not going to get just invaded with homes. Was this a subject of the comedy show the other night we went to? Because I feel like somebody made a joke about cemeteries never being able to be built on or something. Really? Maybe that was somewhere else. But I had never thought about that before. Like, yeah. you can't just build on top you, of a cemetery. You can't build on it. But what? we've had some weird things happen in the house. Okay, we need to have this be another episode because I have yeah. really, really good ghost stories. Really? From my old house in Fresno. Really good ones. Would you be freaked out if we got, like, an exorcist on the show? Yes, I'd be terrified, but I would do it. But you would love it? Oh, my God. I, have I wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep for a while but I'm like I want to I want to have a whole thing because I'm so intrigued especially being brought up Christian I know I was told to so stay away questions. from palm readers and psychics I know did you ever Ouija board no yes <laughs> oh my god do you have the mark of the beast on you stay no I've, away I have never are you kidding oh, you me? haven't oh good no oh my god I would no, never. Me, I would never I don't care I don't care if like when I was in college, the, the the dime piece, the dime piece of college was like, hey, we should all get together and do a Ouija board one night. I was like, what the fuck college did you go to? I went to, I went to a Baptist college. <gasps> I know. That's so scary. This I is know. a premise of a horror movie. I Kids know. at the Baptist college on a Ouija board. And he was, he was like, I had my eye on the prize, honey. And I still wouldn't. I was like, no. I don't care how gorgeous no. you are. No, 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 no absolutely not. I wouldn't do that for anyone. No one. I don't need to know. No. Is there anyone you would do that? Like, think about it. Any famous person? A famous person? I would do it for Kanye West because <laughs> I want to meet him so bad. Yay! If you're listening, <laughs> and he's changing his name, huh? Yay! Legally? I mean, is he legally Kanye West? Do you think? What the fuck? Yeah, that's his name. I don't know. His mom's name is Donda West. Wow, I know way too much. Well, you don't. I just, you know. No, well, this I mean, is a big deal do. because she died in the middle of having um, plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery of some sort and she had a heart attack. Really? She went into cardiac arrest and she died. That's really scary. It was very sudden and um, it was very influential. It was 
the precursor to 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye West, that album. I'm getting a lesson right now, and I love it. I know a lot. I love it. I don't know a lot about Ye. I know a lot about Kimmy K, but not so much Fuck about yeah. Ye. yeah. Shout out to my girl, Kimmy K. Kimmy K. You're a fan, right? Oh, Kardashians? Yeah, for sure. Love them. Mad love respect. them. So much respect. Those are some entrepreneurial bitches. That's what I'm saying. I'm all about it. Like so marketing some, powerhouses. I don't care. I don't care. Talk as much smack on him if you want. This is why I love, okay, tell me that you love him. Spencer Pratt <laughs> is t- like a god to me. Dude, so I don't, I've never really kept up with Spencer Pratt, but his name never ceases to be floating around. And it also seems like he's sort of distant friends with like all my friends in LA. Really? I'm going to, I'm going to make my way to him through you. I don't know. He's like, he chills in LA. Like he hangs. You don't have to like make, he's like very approachable and touchable. I believe it, but there's some, like he has continued to be like, here, here's my deal with the Kardashians. They took his concept of constant self, like selfieing type stuff. He Um. was really the one who started doing all of that. And you should would, write a thesis about this. I, if Spencer I Spencer Pratt created the Kardashian culture. He really, and he'd tell you he, he did too. He would, he would stand by that firm. I've heard him talk about it. He's just like, I just didn't have the funding. I didn't have the backing. I didn't have Comcast, but he will talk about the fact that he is the one who he used to get, t- people would talk so much shit about him that he'd call paparazzi and tell them like, where him and Heidi were going to be or like pay someone to take nice photos of them and they became nice. villains and got like they had this reputation and now that's what everyone does nice. he's he started it but the hills is coming back baby it and is Spencer Pratt, Lauren and uh what's her face I know because they refuse but Spencer's back because like Lauren Conrad's like mom isn't she like mom blogger 2.0 yeah and she actually married a guy who I used to know in Orange County It was like a a singer-songwriter guy that was always floating around. It was surprising. So is he not successful? Oh, you know, I don't know, like, if he... Oh, you know me, I don't know know anything. Shuts up. (laughs) Dude, talk about Illuminati. I don't want to say anything about Elsie. I feel like there's going to be snipers outside my house. That is a... Oh, she has a cult following, doesn't she? She's got a cult following, which I get mad respect but the hubby I just used to see all the time around like the observatory and stuff. And I just thought it was funny <laughs> that she stayed. In, Wait, like she OC observatory? From, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That she married someone from the OC. OC observatory. I actually used to live really close to it and I like it actually. Yeah, I really like great. that it's venue. Spot. Although I hate everyone who goes to it. It's always either like 15 year old kids, white kids or like, 45 year old hipsters who like refuse to move any inch of their body during the show and will just like stand there with their beer and nod it's a horrible crowd if you want to get yeah. like, pumped up and have fun if you, you want to have fun yeah, at if a you show have fun or if you want to play we're talking about a music venue also to clarify yeah. god we're just really rattling off la obscure references i know god i gotta work on that me too we'll we'll uh we'll have maps We'll have, <laughs> we'll have we'll have um we'll have di- downloadable PDF diagrams <laughs> of the city. Don't worry, you'll know where Jess's house is. You're you'll know, know where exactly. the observatory is. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We're gonna have play by plays for you. We're just have a little a little uh, little Remember? pinpoint. Just 
Remember MapQuest mm-hmm. when you sort of print out MapQuest before going places? Do you know my mom showed up <gasps> at my house today with the printout? <laughs> and I was like, Sylvia, you have a phone. Okay, did it make you like really existentially sad because were you like my mom is old it did i have i've been having those moments lately when you're realizing that your mom's old well actually it's just like being pregnant it's just wow this is a whole nother thing this is actually something else to completely go into on a separate episode but i feel so close to like life and death in a weird way Mm. and it's like i've never even though i'm ushering a new life into the world i've never so much worried about the death of people I love. And it's like, I, I literally yeah. can get myself worked up going to bed at night about one day my mom and dad dying and I will cry myself to sleep thinking about them dying one day. Oh, Even gosh. though my mom's like 47. Oh yeah, your mom's so young. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's pretty young. young. But no, I <clears throat> I totally get it. I think that, I mean, they say when one life like begins and other ends and i feel like that mm. uh, that actually doesn't always happen obviously but if anything it's more of a that's more of a mental state mm. it's a, it's a radical realization when you feel a human moving around in your body it's true and you got an active one god i know kicking all around it the fact weeks. the fact like how, how many weeks are you now now i'm 23 23 but it was at 20 20 weeks. And when I could see it out, kicking those videos and it was, I mean, that's crazy. I know. I have a couple other friends who are currently like do around the same time that you are. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Really? They'll be like, oh my God, feel it's kicking so hard. And it'll be like a little flutter. Yeah. That like I can barely feel. You're getting full blown. Those are some like 38 week kicks. Well, that's what my, that's what my, uh, midwife said. She's like, oh, are you feeling flutters? And I'm like, flutters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling full on jabs. <laughs> like, oh, has someone been like, you have a little soccer player in there? You the amount of comments that. <laughs> well, you got a little kicker. People say weird stuff when you're pregnant. Yeah. Tell me this: since you've been pregnant, do you feel like people are treating you differently? Yes. Yes, and it's so. Yes. I was at my boyfriend's birthday party last weekend and I mean, some of the girls were drunk and they like meant well, but they were just like, you know, it was just like, what can I do for you? Like, oh, are you having fun? Do you want to take my seat? And it's so caring and it's from such a good place. Yeah. But it's like the last thing I want to do right now is be reminded that I'm pregnant, not because I'm not happy about being pregnant, but because I just want to kick it with my friends and just like, right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, it's it's so hard because most everyone does it out of like the goodness of their heart. So 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 kind. So it's, kind. It's such good intentions. But there is that. I I wonder now. I think back about before I got pregnant. Yeah. I'm like, how often was I that person? Yeah. Like bugging a pregnant woman, <laughs> trying to be kind. So, so yeah. Do you have a do you have a bubble like? Are people, like, touching you all the time? Actually, no, but I also haven't been out in public that much. Okay. But I'm, I think as I get bigger, I'm fully expecting it. It's also awkward when people do ask my permission, but what the (laughs) hell are you supposed to say? No? Yeah, what? (laughs) Can I touch your belly? No. No, thank you. (laughs) No, you can't. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't do that. It's... You can, you can, you can, you can, but it is, that is a ballsy ass move to be like, nah, 
No. Can I touch your belly? I don't feel comfortable with your energy transferring to my fetus. I that I I think the last <laughs> the energy transferring to your fetus. <laughs> the last couple weeks, I feel like I shut some down because did you? Yeah, I was. I you know what it was? I was over like grown ass men touching my stomach okay so i will say that even some of my male friends will touch me on my stomach and it does make me really uncomfortable it's just it's it's not cool i get i i'm almost like hype i i like physical affection but i'm also hype weirdly hypersensitive to it mm-hmm. so when when people touch me i kind of tense up yeah but it's like I, I i like it i want people to show their affection to me but i'm also like <laughs> oh. but here's the deal i'm also affectionate Right. I touch, you know, when we're yeah. talking, I'm touching yeah. you, whatever. But like being touched on the arm or the hand, being touched on the stomach. Oh, if someone's someone your stomach, touching oh, your stomach is a weird feeling. Even when like a significant other just like touches it, it's a little bit like, oh, touching yeah, my stomach. Totally. So just because it's expanded doesn't mean that it feels any less like, and I know people yeah. don't mean it, but like, it's like, please and and when you start to get bigger, I'd have it all the time. People would like kind of like someone come up and kind of grab you underneath your stomach. And you're like, you are handling my upper muff, honey. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Not, not I yours. Yeah. To touch. I, I, I had even when some, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it that much. But sometimes people put their hand on like wait for kicks. And I'm just like. I want it to be over so quickly. I'm like, please, baby, just you kick mean, so they can stop. You feel like you're like a dog. Like, perform. Perform. Do it now. You're like, kick, my cortisol kick, levels kick, are kick. rising. <laughs> I get really oh, yeah. anxious. I don't. I don't. It's the, the, t- the stomach's weird for me. Also, like, my baby's only awake maybe like 10 minutes out of the whole day and is like kicking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll change. <laughs> well probably they're awake a lot at night too when i'm laying f- flat because i guess um it makes sense when you're walking around you're kind of jostling it so it's like mm-hmm. it's you're cradling it right to sleep you know yep and then but then you lay down and like whoop, whoop. yeah then it starts going but i'm like people are like oh can i feel it kicking i'm like it's not just gonna like kick on command it's gonna kick maybe at like 8 p.m tonight so does does grayston talk to the tummy yet Kind of. I'll, like, yeah. tell him, too. Yeah. But it also feels weird. People are like, are you talking to your baby? I'm like, no. I didn't really. <laughs> but I talk all damn day. That's the thing. I was like, my baby... I'm sorry. My baby does not know right now whether I'm talking to it <laughs> Your baby... Here's the deal. I'll send love its way. Sure. And you, you're, <laughs> you're loving your baby all day by taking care of your own body sure, and yeah. all those things. I'm like, no, I just talked on to my mom on the phone for an hour and a half. That might I might as well have been reading a book to the baby. It has no idea. It's it's most of my friends, my mom friends who now have children, read books. And I Evan did it I'm like, Evan, we just have to try it one time. What? We tried it one they time. They're like really good moms. They're great moms but then i also felt like a shit mom because i was just like i'm when i get into bed i want to turn on real housewives i don't want to read a book i'm gonna do that when the baby's born yeah so evan started to read where the wild things are cute 
but like we both started laughing so hard two seconds in like we read because you're just reading to each other yeah he was reading to my stomach and i couldn't stop laughing in fact i think i peed a little bit (laughs) but no it's a weird it's it's you want to be you want to be the best mom you can be okay so things we've learned in the past hour and seven minutes of recording this after after our experiences from first podcast after reviewing yes a we can really go off on tangents so we need guidelines for topics which we can also ask people to send in guidelines for topics although we've already got good ones we got some some ghosts some astrology some religion homeschooling homeschooling but i would love to hear what some people would be interested in we could talk about like mom stereotypes we do or don't fit into Mm -hmm. we can talk about disney villains (laughs) disney villains yeah, we can definitely talk about it. We can talk about Disney. We did talk about Walt for a second, too. That's <laughs> Everyone got a mention tonight. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to do a reality TV one. Mm-hmm. Not just about Bachelor stuff, but about all things reality TV. Yes. Well, and do you ever watch Vanderpump? You know what? You don't? I just started to. Shit, really? Yeah. It's pretty good. It, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I, I, went, I, went, to, sh- I went to Pump. And then I was like, I feel like maybe I should start watching this. I went with a bunch of people who were fans. I love hate Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, I just pure love her. I understand that. You know who I love is Heather Dubrow. Heather Dubrow's a badass bitch. Okay, again, tangent. We can can talk about our reality TV heroes. (gasps) Reality TV heroes and and, and hates. Yes. And love hates. The top three in the bottom three um one of my biggest love hates is i fucking love vicky gumbleson but hate her but love her but hate her but love her vicky is a force she's a legend she's such she's the she's og in the oc legend og in the and oc tamra will sacrifice every relationship fam like familial friendship whatever to stay on that show she'll do anything and also to stay in the good graces of vicky she keeps going back okay <laughs> Oh, what I was gonna say? Do you think we could get one of the Real Housewives? No, maybe not. But I I'm, but so. I'm gonna go on Sheena's podcast. I think like next week. For oh my god, Vanderpump. I feel like we could get some a housewife on here. Oh my god, I feel like they don't do podcasts, but maybe we could. I mean, but it would we be are, our goals to get on our podcast, like for from Real Housewives, from Real Housewives goals from personally. Uh, I'd love to get Ramona. Ramona would be <laughs> amazing to have on. I do. Oh god. The Beverly Hills, I do love some of the Beverly Hills housewives, though. I mean, Vanderpump for me is like a queen, but... But also you have to think like podcast, who would be fun to talk to on the podcast? Yeah. Vanderpump would be fun. Actually. Vanderpump would be fun. And she's she's sassy. It's true. She's like, I don't know. She's a, That's a powerful woman. I got a major crush on her. But Vicky, Vicky would be goals for me. Vicky, but Dude. Vicky, have you seen, do you know those shout outs? What are those called? The cameras? Yeah, I do. I, I do them. No, oh. actually I don't because I always let them run out because I, they, I actually hate doing them. Not because they're just, they just take a lot of work. Yeah. I, they, I don't hate doing them. They just take a lot But it's a lot. Where I saw Vicky, when I, have you seen Vicky's? They're so serious and weird. <sighs> they're um, I, I I have actually gone through the Real Housewives because I want to send one of my friend one for for her birthday. I've looked at. I wanted to get Vicky for my dad. My dad <laughs> loves the Real Housewives of the OC, and I was like, I'm gonna get Vicky. And it's, it's, hers are really serious. Um, it's so uncomfortable. No, I don't think she'd be fun to have on a podcast. Yeah, you know who I love to hate? Shannon Bedore. Did you see me mouthing Shannon? <laughs> no, but I was I literally mouthing Shannon. Shannon. I would love to have Shannon on because I I oh, 
what's her face the one that shannon initially the new one kelly just out of nowhere she'll get drunk and then she'll just say something horrible like she'll be like that's why your kid doesn't talk to you and you're like holy fuck kelly the most non-filter that's ever existed it's like it's so horrible some of the things she says one to 100 she just had a a, one of the episodes recently where she was just like kind of casually going up and saying something to someone and the guy kind of made a comment one of the husbands she didn't know was a husband and she was just like well you're a stupid idiot you're a loser you're lame go to hell and he literally was like he literally said nothing and she freaked and i'm just like you know who i actually Two people I actually hate from Real Housewives, Bethany Frankel, and um, what's her fucking face? It's expensive to be mad. Okay, there was one moment that just flipped the switch with me for Erica. Okay, I, I also have to. I'm, we're gonna have to bring. Up, yeah, we're gonna I, have to cut this know, and bring it all up on our real house on our. But this is just for the sake of telling you this. Yes, there was this episode. It was either last season or the season before where she was like going through a rough time. But what's her fucking friend who's on the soap opera? Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, she's blonde. so pretty. She's so stunning, like, naturally so classy pretty. Too. Like, yeah, exactly. But she's yeah. she's been tight with with uh, her and Erica, Erica forever, and she's like a good friend. Mm-hmm. Well, she like said something. She's like, I know you're going through a lot of stress with your son. Do you remember this episode? The police officer and Erica's <laughs> like, my son <laughs> is a cop, and she's like sobbing. And she's like, you don't know what I go through every night. And I was like, what the fuck, Erica? It was out of control. And she's so calm, cool, and collected. And out of control. And her, and her friend, whoever, soap opera chick, she's just like, I don't know where this is coming from. That was that was a weird moment. That was so weird. Yeah, no, I didn't care for that either. <laughs> the fashion moments. Well, her makeup, her glam squad is her glam so good. insane. Whenever and she's in her interviews, she looks so good. She looks insane. Insane. And she's wearing fucking crowns, and it's just like, oh. honey, like the, the the fashion moments are her hair. Like I, I watch, even if I hated the show, I'd watch it to see what Erica like her, wore. And her and, and 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 sometimes it's not even what she's wearing; it's just like her lip gloss is done so perfectly, she's and so her dewy. hair is so perfect. So dewy all the time. She just looks. It just looks really good. Yeah, so good. Like in her interviews, she just looks perfect. This is the thing about Bethany, and I don't like when people are like this. She can dish it, but she can't. Take she can't it. take it at all. She can't take it at all. And it shocks me every time. I'm like, Bethany, you talk the most shit. And if anybody says anything remotely to you, she's like, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? And you're like, Bethany, you just like told that person that like, you understand why their husband cheated on them. Like, yeah. Oh, no, she's she's ruthless. She is ruthless. She's season to season for me. Sometimes I'm like, I love Bethany. But now that she's coming after Carol... Not a fan. Not caught up. Or Tinsley. What? Do you know the oh, new that Tinsley? The t- Tinsley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, t- Tinsley, like, she's just from that weird East Coast thing, too, where she's part of that, like, it's status, like, and she's, like, it socially yeah, girl. It's, it's so like foreign to me. that Rockefeller business. So foreign yeah. to me. But she doesn't seem like she's from New York. It throws me off. No. But, no, Ramona I love with her Ramona? eyes. Ramona, <laughs> Ramona will talk shit on everyone. And she's like, I, I never, I don't, I didn't say that. And plays the clip of her saying that exact thing. And I'm just like, oh, and you then when she monster. Listens to people, she just, she doesn't move her and her eyes just get uh, big. Uh, I, I, blinks, blinks 50 times in three seconds. Uh, I, uh, oh, well. Oh, no oh, way. Bethany. <laughs> Wait, top dog. Top dog. Who? 
What is her name? With the white hair? Yes. Why no, she's the best. She is the I best. love her. Oh, my God. Why am I... <laughs> I can never remember her name I never either. Her name. I get her and and Ramona's name confused for some. Dorinda. Oh no! Yes, Dorinda. Dorinda. No, I'm not even thinking about Dor- no. Dorinda. Dorinda's the queen. Who are you talking about? No, I'm talking about about she. Her she came from like a, a really wealthy family, and her and her husband got divorced. And she's the one who like she'll drop random. She always tries to start companies, and they all fail. I, I I'm nowhere near getting it. I'm nowhere near. Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. I'm Dorinda. Dorinda is. I would love to have Dorinda on. Oh, Dorinda's just a loose cannon. She's a loose cannon. Is she still dating that guy? Dude, I made one of my exes watch it with me, and he was just obsessed obsessed with that guy. He's like, "Why is she dating him?" Because she likes to have her her dry cleaning. She's obsessed with getting her her dry cleaning. All right. Well, with all that. I hope you guys enjoyed our first installment of Potty Mouth, honey. Potty Mouth Podcast. Which is kind of a play on words because it could be like P-O-D-D-Y. I mean, no one would get that. We're not going to spell it that way. But just, you know, like Potty Podcast. Potty Mouth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Have a new potty. What? (laughs) Uh, That's what the kids call podcasts these days. (laughs) So many puns. Um, Yeah. Well, this was charming. Thanks for joining. Let's do it again. Okay, next right. week we'll talk about what. Okay, we we got to pick what, what. What's our topic next week? Paranormal. Let's do paranormal next. Ghost week. stories. Yeah. Let's. let's no wait, 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 wait. Should we start with re- no? That might be a little too off. I feel like religion maybe is a little too off putting. No, I was just gonna. Let's get let's, let's for warm why up. Let's so strongly believe in ghosts. <laughs> maybe we start off with reality. To- st- Blah, blah, blah. reality tv stars but we also didn't talk about ourselves at all maybe we should do that or maybe like we just talk about ghosts next week and then the week after we can talk about ourselves and keep the people wanting more yeah you're gonna have to wait to learn about <laughs> me honey i'm gonna be a mystery you can just go on my instagram <laughs> because all of my life is fucking on there but jess yeah, we love you you're gonna have to go through my followers to even try and find her i'm gonna be in the shadows <laughs> <laughs> with that uh we need a do we need a slogan? Yeah, we do need a slogan. For all you who can't keep your shit talk to yourself, <laughs> tune into Potty Mouth every week. I like it. For all your b- bullshit needs. For all your I I feel like there's something cute where you can be like, for all your shit talking. Cr- cr- Wipe that shitty mouth. <laughs> Ew, that sounds like some sort of scat fed. Wipe that shit off your mouth and put it in mine. Uh, <laughs> Next week. For everyone who can't keep their shit to themselves. That's can't it. keep your shit to yourself? Tune into Potty Mouth. I love it. We can't either. <laughs> That's kind of catchy. But I like that. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> I think that was good. For everyone who can't keep their shit to themselves. I like that. Because we can't keep our shit to ourselves.